You know, I love that, uh, Pastor. And you know, um, it's interesting because in the last six six months or so, really since maybe a couple months left in the in twenty twenty, God's been dealing with me, and I've been studying a lot more on on marketplace, just really mm-hmm. deliberately focusing on it. And something that the Lord really showed me through my studies, and I've actually met with uh, my pastor. Uh, he, he has a is a big church over six different campuses here locally, right. and we're, we're going to be talking about this more. But one of the things that God laid on my heart is where, and and I 100 believe in the local church. I mean, we all need yeah. to be connected, obviously, to the local sure. church. But instead of the ministry seeking out, you know, a, a, a church per se or being disconnected from it, I God really showed me too that a, that a, the pastor in the area and a business owner that has that in their heart need to get together, yeah. you know, and, and, and that's why I'm going to be presenting some things to my pastor where, uh, where the, I think the pastor in an area, especially if they want to impact the city needs yeah. to find those business owners like you did with, right. with the gentleman yeah. you just mentioned yeah. and, and embrace that because I, I truly believe, um, it's, it's a form of ministry that we it haven't is. necessarily understood in the kingdom. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's always, it's been there. Yeah. There's businesses that do it and they attend church, but yeah. the reality is, uh, you know, it's a really strong and effective way to, to, to that, for that church to reach the community, yeah. Yeah. not just the, the, you know, the, the, you know, the widows and the, you know, the right. orphans and the ones we give to on that side, we've That's done right. such a great job as a church, but also yeah. to reach, you know, there could be a business owner in the tallest yeah. building in downtown Tampa right now that's yeah. thinking about ending his life that has right. all the money in the world. That's right. You know, but he doesn't have hope. That's and right. so to impact those individuals, I just think that we we have to uh see how Jesus, the heart of Jesus in that. And so that's right. I'm gonna get very deliberate about that. And uh that's what the Lord's dealing with me yeah. on in this next season. I love it. I love it. That, and that's really what we, you know, twenty years ago we began what was we do a weekly or monthly luncheon. I do BPL leadership from that. That's where it got started. And it was just for business leaders in the community, both men and women. And we would just talk about issues in the Bible that they dealt with that we have to deal with. Same things that they have in the Bible. And uh, that's how it grew. And so now you've got, uh, we were at Trade Center this morning, a big convention center. And so it's filled with people for breakfast. But it's all business leaders. And they get to know one another. So there's also contacts when they need when they need a plumber or electrician or a car dealer or insurance person, they're all sitting around the tables. It's become our own little chamber of commerce, and and, and yet it's a Christian one. And so, right. it's a. I like the idea you do it. I, I continue. I, I encourage you to keep pursuing it. Uh, there's there's a lot of potential with that. A lot of big potential. Now let me ask you this. I know you're a family guy. I I, I know you love your family. You got a beautiful family too. Uh, tell me about your family. Uh, God's blessed you there. How long you been married? How many kids you got? And what their what their vocations or or goal is in life? Twenty eight years. This past uh, April sixteenth was twenty eight years. My wife and I have been married, have and um, she, we have three children. My we started extremely young with kids, um, uh-huh. and so my oldest is twenty seven. Uh-huh. And uh, my youngest or my middle, my son is 25 um, and my youngest daughter um, is 20 and she's actually getting married in two months. My oldest daughter's married as well. Congratulations. And, uh, my son's in a serious uh, relationship and uh, got a granddaughter uh, who is uh, 16 months old. And uh, matter of fact, she'll be at my office here in a little bit. Um, but uh, so, so that's a bl- blessed beyond measure there. Um, my oldest daughter owns a hair salon, just a, she's an entrepreneur. Um, and my son and, and my youngest daughter are both uh, in worship uh, at, at 
uh, one's in Orlando, one's at the, actually at the Radiant Church, which is the church we attend. My daughter right. um, is there and just blessed beyond measure there. But I'll say one thing about family with regards to connecting it, because uh-huh. a lot of times we, you know, I have a tendency if, if I let my natural self mm-hmm. do what I wanted to do, I'd be a workaholic. I mean, I could work until, you know, I could just right. work forever. Yeah. Um, and, and, and so something that God really, uh, delivered me from, helped me with uh, several years ago, probably a little over a decade now. And I watched things explode from there. Mm-hmm. I was at Disney world. My children, my youngest was very young. My other two were, you know, early, like 10, 11, 12. Mm-hmm. And we were at Disney world for a week and a half. And I was on my phone just constantly three, four days, just dealing with my, my assistant and my clients and right. you know, what have you. My wife looked at me one day, this is about 12 years ago. And she goes, why are you here? Mm-hmm. She, said, she says, why are you here? Yeah. And, and it hit me yeah. and, and God had already been dealing with me on it, but that right. hit me. Yeah. And from that point on, you know, I, we made a policy at our office and we're in sales. So, I mean, we, you know, our clients are dealers and they don't know any bounds. I get text messages at one o'clock in the morning from a client, <laughs> but we, we end at six mm-hmm. and our, our, our people leave, mm-hmm. you know, our, our, all of our, you know, with the exception of our call center, they have later shifts, but we, our people leave and go home and we encourage them stop working at six. Mm-hmm. And it's just something we implemented. And, you know, at first sales companies are telling you, man, you got to work seven days a week or man, you, you know, I'm going to get whatever uh, business you leave on the table because you're not, you know, you're not working Saturdays or whatever yeah, it is, but I'm going to tell you, God's exponentially grown our, our company with that principle. And so family is, uh, so God showed me that. And I wanted to, you know, I wanted to help people that come to work here, understand that principle as well. And uh, so I think it's a priority. Before we continue with this episode, we want to make sure that you are aware of our monthly BP Leadership Breakfast. That's right. Our live events with Bill Purvis are back each and every month. If you join us on those days, you not only get to hear an amazing leadership lesson from Bill, you get some awesome breakfast food, you get to participate in some giveaways, and you can network with some key leaders from within our community. So make sure you RSVP and sign up on our website, bpleadership.com. Now, when you go to our website, you click the events tab, you'll see a list of all the upcoming dates, the times, location, all that stuff is on there for you. So make sure you RSVP and sign up now at that website, bpleadership.com. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And, and you proved you don't have to sacrifice your family to be successful in business. You know, there's, there's this idea sometimes that we have to, we got to trade off one or the other. And I don't think you have to trade those off. Um, no. You just have to prioritize and Sometimes you put more time at work, so you're going to have to pull back and say, next week I need to put more time with the family, but you can't, you can't live on that path. Right. But I, I like the fact that I've always made the statement that, um, that give your best to the people that are going to cry the most and the deepest at your funeral. And, <laughs> and you know, if I know, you know, when a funeral is over, the majority of people are going to say, you know, we love Bill and he was fun. He made us laugh and all that stuff encourages. But then they're going to get in the car and go home. But my family has got to go to hope to a new life. So you want to give your best to those people that are going to hurt the most. And uh, I think you've done it right, David. Uh, I really do. And so I, now, now let me ask you this. We talk about your social media connections, too. Uh, and I know you've got a lot of different places out there where people can find you. What are some of your social media addresses where if they want to follow David Villa or they want to know more about your business, what are the addresses you got? Yeah, so uh, big on, on Twitter uh, for, for the right reasons. I just I just try to encourage. and. Yeah. Um, so on Twitter, you can search me. Now there is a soccer player named David Villa who, right. who is pretty famous. So, uh, <laughs> but my handle is uh, 
uh, IPD mail. And that's because it started years ago. And when we became verified on Twitter, they won't let you change that oh. or, it, or it disrupts the change. So you can search me there on Twitter. Um, yeah. Also on, uh, on Facebook, um, you can search David Villa. We do our um, podcast game changer uh, mm-hmm. you know, live on, on Facebook yeah. Um, just as a, a point of conversation with some of our listeners. And then of course, on, um, Instagram, um, mm-hmm. my, my team is, uh, starting to get, get more active on Instagram. And that's also, I think it's real David Villa, but so yeah. we just try to encourage, you know, that's one of these things where it doesn't necessarily, it's interesting, Bill, with social media, I know that everybody has a different opinion, right? I just try to encourage and that's just it. try to, you know, it, and, and to be honest with you, it encourages me. Yeah. And and therefore it kind of spills over. Maybe it encourages someone else, but yeah. sometimes I need encouragement. So the Bible yeah. says David encouraged himself in the Lord. That's so right. I, I'm just encouraging myself. And if yeah. it helps someone else, then, then, then that's, then that's good. That's um, right. And I found that I'll get business out of just encouragement. And, you know, yeah. that's not the reason we do it. So we're not yeah. there touting like, Hey, f- buy this, buy that. That's it's right. just, this is, this is what we want to pour into you. And, and the result is God connects you. I think when you do his work and yeah. but, uh, I, I'd love to and, connect with anybody. And there's so much negative stuff out there. Just encouraging and all that is what people need at this stage. I mean, I put one time just a joke and said, let me just put that on. And my lady told me, she said, man, they're blowing up the likes and their loves. And I said, I guess people just wanted to laugh today. You know, they've been hearing so much negative. That's right. So, right. Yeah. You've done it well. You're, you're full of enthusiasm. And you've always got something to say. I tell anybody that listens to you. I learned something from you every time I've heard you, David, every single time. So I commend you for that. And then on top of that is, um, is not only is your, your website, your social media real good there, but uh, to, to go to your company website and check it out, especially any dealers we have or anybody needing the business. Because I think a lot of people just don't know where to go. And if they'll make the one step and give you a call, I'm going to encourage a couple of my friends too. I'm going to touch base with them, text them a note, and ask them to get in touch with you. And I believe you could help them. Now let me ask you this in closing. That is... The most important thing for all of us, we know, is our faith. And that's what I love about you, David. You've never been ashamed to share it. You've told about what God does. I think you've even preached or spoken at your church. Um, tell me from a businessman's viewpoint and all this stuff, how, how that works for you, that you've got a faith, that, that how, you, you know, how you met God and what God does for you and what, what, what you would say to somebody else who maybe is going through life without, without hope or without the Lord and they're struggling, but they just don't know what we've found. What do you, what do you say? Well, I say that, you know, he's everything. And, you know, um, I, I, I received the Lord, accepted the Lord as my savior as a, as a young teen when I was at youth camp and, uh, accepted the call of God on my life shortly thereafter, which, you know, became a journey of yeah. finding out what that was. But, you know, I, I'll say this, you know, Bill, um, the, the older I get, and the, the more experienced, you know, I get in, in life, I find the more I need him, the more I need yeah. Jesus and everything I do. So I think, you know, the, the, my faith, I love my, one of my favorite passages. I mean, I have a lot of favorite scriptures. It's when Jesus was asking the disciples, you know, who do, who do men say that I am? And I think that's yeah. probably a great question for the world. Like who's Jesus? Some people don't even know, but then yeah. he really cared about who they thought he was. Yeah. You know, you who spend time with me, who do you think I am? And I, you know, Simon Peter said a lot of goofy stuff and yeah. stuck his foot in his mouth often, but he got it right that day yeah. when he said, you're the Christ, the son of the living God. And so fast forward when Jesus was looking at him in the, in the, uh, in the, the last supper in the upper room. And he said, Hey, somebody's going to deny me. And they had that right. little debate going on. And he looked yeah. at Peter and Luke and he said, yeah. Satan desires to have you. 
yeah. to sift you as wheat, but That's I prayed right. your faith fail yeah. not. I think he was talking about the confession that Peter made earlier yeah. on that said, you're the Christ, the yeah. son of the living God. I, I pray that that faith's not going to fail. That's right. And when you're converted, you just, you just start strengthening everybody around you. So yeah, that's what it means to me. It just means that, you know, um, that, you know, he, 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 he's, he touched me a long time ago yeah. and I just want to try to live my life telling people about it. That's right. And you're not alone. You know him, you hear his voice and get his guidance. Um, I imagine when it, whenever you need, and you being a business guy, you've got a hundred decisions you got to make all the time. And most of them affect other people. But the good is with God in your life, you, you can pray for wisdom. And, and if you're like me, I, I may make a decision for myself in one second. But if David asked me to pray for him, I'm going to think about it. I'm not going to give you a flippant answer because your direction is going to be determined on my decision maybe. So, so I think the benefit of having the Lord is you get wisdom. You know, and yeah. uh, oftentimes I'll have somebody say, well, Bill, let me ask you a question. And I will pray quickly, Lord, give me wisdom. And then... While I'm answering the question, they go, that is so good. Oh, I wish I'd have asked you earlier. And I think, I didn't know it earlier. I mean, I'm thinking to myself, that is good. Where'd that come from? So the benefit of having God in your life is that, David. I, what I love about you, David, is this. I, I met a guy years ago, an insurance man that owned an insurance company down in South Florida. And he was retiring. And he made a statement to me. And I was young then, but I never forgot it. He said, Bill, my insurance is my occupation. Jesus is my preoccupation. <laughs> and, uh, and I thought that is pretty right. He's basically saying on top of the world, but my preoccupation is not my company. My preoccupation is Jesus. And, and I, I thought that was good. That reminds me of people like you when I see you. So, buddy, we've got to get together sometime. I, Thanks, next, next time I'm in Tampa, too, I do want to come down and stop and see you. Uh, hey, I'd love to. And I, 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 we got to hang out. Yes, sir. I, I, I 100% agree. Look forward yeah. to it. Well, I appreciate your heart, David. Thank you for thank you for being my guest today. I, I didn't want to I didn't want to do this podcast this year in 2021 without having you because I just want to connect with you, buddy. So I appreciate uh, it. Thank you. It was my it was, I appreciate you having me, and it was an honor. If you enjoyed that episode and you would like to hear more content from Bill, make sure you subscribe to our channel if you have not already. It's completely free. It just keeps you up to date and in the loop whenever we release more episodes of the BP Leadership Podcast. Also, don't forget that you can come see Bill live at one of our monthly BP Leadership Breakfasts. You can find out details and times on our website, bpleadership.com. Thank you for tuning in, and remember, this is where real leaders are made.